what's going on and welcome to episode one of the kicking it with podcast my name is zach holcomb i'm your host and today we are kicking it with brett charlton of beckton dickinson and the uh head of the amug scholarship committee he's gonna be basically uh we're gonna we're gonna talk about some 3d printing for a little bit what it's like being the 3d printing guy or gal where we live and where you live and what that's like and having trinket parts and and all that fun stuff and then uh yeah we're gonna go over some of the uh amug scholarship stuff so here you go thanks for tuning in hello hey man what's going on what's going on zach how you doing man not too much brett how are you been man i'm doing okay yeah. you're uh burning the midnight oil all the time huh yes sir trying to well you know it's kind of i was always told like uh you know it's what you do from like when you put the kids to bed until like 1am and that's like the differentiator. And so I used to like kind of do that in my side hustle game. And so now I'm just trying to do like all day on the business and then go home and play some just dance and eat dinner and then put the kids to bed and then come back and do this for three more hours. So that's kind of what I've been up to lately. <laughs> that's awesome, man. It, it, when you have the motivation and the desire, for sure. that's good stuff. How old are your kids? Uh, first and third grade, so six and nine. That's cool. How are they liking Kinston? They like it, man. They think it's cool that it's like a small town and <laughs> they go places and it's like, you know, we see a lot of the same people all the time and stuff like that. So they kind of like it. I think they like, um, you know, there's uh, the relief of stress of not being in a big city and surrounded by that many people that are all trying to crush each other to be successful. It's way more laid back. And then, you know, the down South kind of mentality is really cool. They really like that. Everyone's so dang that's, nice. That's cool, man. That's awesome. I'm glad, I'm glad you guys are being, uh, what I, what's it called? Um, embraced or sucked mm-hmm. in by the community. I, you know, we moved to South Carolina one time to a place called Rock Hill. That was kind of like Kinston. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I have never felt more embraced by a community than when I lived there. You know what I'm saying? Right so, on. Right on. So, but, uh, it's been cool. It's been cool. Yeah, man. Well, good for you. Good for you. It doesn't hurt that you get 70, day, 70 degree days in the middle of January too. So, and it's crazy. Like you picked the greatest <laughs> week to go like to the mountains. Cause it's like, I woke up this morning when I was, Oh, I woke up this morning. We were here until about like 11 last night. And I woke up this morning at like eight, and uh, I like looked at the thing and it was like 29 degrees outside. And I was like, well, I'm just going to have to roll over and wait another hour. <laughs> but at home, I would have been like 29. Yes, it's 29 and sunny. Yes. <laughs> You're getting spoiled by the South. Yeah. Are you working with your brother? Is that your um, at your business? Are you guys working together? Is that how I saw another Holcomb um, sure. involved? So my dad is, oh, that's uh, your dad? my dad, Rick is, uh, on like, uh, he does like contract, he's on contract sales basically for us. So. Okay. Okay. I, I just that. assumed it was a brother. I didn't realize it was dad. Cool, sure, man. That's sure. awesome to have that kind of support. Yeah, it's cool. So. And then, yeah, my wife does like our media stuff and the graphics and all that fancy schmancy stuff. So that's pretty cool too. She takes that off the plate for me. And then, uh, so yeah, that's pretty cool. And then, uh, my brother who worked with me up north he just came down about three weeks ago and so he works for east point so i get to see him every day too which is pretty cool so 
you know, that, that's been pretty awesome having him back around because we were, you know, went from being together every day to not together at all. So, uh, that's been cool. Awesome, bro. Well, good for you, man. Um, and, uh, appreciate, uh, all your help you've given towards this scholarship thing and, and, uh, uh, you know, this next couple of days, we'll start to see the dam break and more and more of these flood in, I think. Yep. For but, sure. uh, I'm I'm always surprised every year about how a deadline, um, it, it really, I mean, last year we had probably two or three posts before the week of, and then like the last two days we had like quite a few just come plummeting in. So okay. I, I guess that's just the life of living by a deadline, huh? <laughs> living on the edge. Yeah. Crammers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. The, the world of procrastination or just, you know, there's other things going on that this is not due for another month. So. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I've been pushing on uh, a lot of the folks in the community college here in Lenore County, trying to get them. Uh, they're trying to expand doing the whole like manufacturing thing out here. Cause they have like the, the trans park and all that, that they're trying to build up and get manufacturing companies to kind of move to the area. And uh, so I'm really trying to get their instructor to get his, uh, his act together, get his application in. So, uh, that's the one I'm super excited. I went over there the other day and he had a class of kids and I was trying to get some of them to sign up, but the, the bummer was like half the kids were like high school seniors. I was like, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know yeah. the, uh, the 21 year we, I, you know, I, I'd say I, people that are enthused by 3d printing and everybody raised their hand and I said, you gotta be 21. And a few hands dropped, and then you know, <laughs> it, it, we we weed them out. So I'm like, oh man, I had I had one guy that was really enthused about applying, and then he responded and said, I, I guess I'm have to wait till next year. Darn. But um, you know, um, that's cool working with. Even if these guys from Lenore don't um apply this year, you're building them up so that in the future they'll be able to apply in the future. You know, I mean this, and I keep on going just trying to build it the first year they did this scholarship thing they only had like one professor and one student apply really so it's you know it's not like it's a hundred people applying yet but it's growing oh yeah yeah it'll get there um, quick i'm sure especially as more of these colleges kind of bring on their own additive uh uh you know i guess you call it like not really a full department but those programs mm -hmm. starting to pop up it's been cool to see that too I'd be intrigued to see how many more applicants we'd have if AMUG actually did its conference in like between May 15th and June 1st, you know, sure. after kids got out of school. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, that would be cool. That'd be cool. Right. I'm excited for them to split off and start doing two annuals. That'd be great. Two yeah, events. that'd be real cool. That'd be sweet. That'd be really cool. Or like a West Coast one or something like that. But yeah, that'd be neat. I'd be interested to see if they ever go international, you know. That's true too. I mean, they kind of had, uh, they did like the little panel thing at form next. Um, mm -hmm. that was kind of cool to see them kind of spread. Did you end up going bit. over for that? No, I've never been, uh, I've actually like never been to Europe period in my life, but yeah, form next is totally on my list right now for, it's like one of the ones that I've not been to that I really want to get to. It's probably like the top one I've not been to. I want to go to, have you been to form next? I didn't. Um, some of my colleagues got to go this year. It's, uh, I heard it was phenomenal. So, um, and, uh, you know, um, I also hear, um, MDM West is pretty good for the medical products. It has a lot of additives and 
out there in California. Yeah. So yeah, I've heard that as well. But, but, uh, so, um, I made that little video. Do you think that was any good or? No, I like it. I like it. I basically, I wanted to bring you on obviously just chat with you and see what's going on. And, you know, thanks for taking the time being on vacation to do so and everything. That's awesome. Really appreciate it. And, uh, I kind of just wanted to, you know, you're the big dog. You're the man of the AMUG scholarship (laughs) program committee and all that fun stuff. And I was like, man, I can go on there and I can talk about it, but I'm going to butcher all the important stuff. And since you're the man that's got all that stuff right on the top of his head, ready to go, I figured, man, I'm just going to talk to Brett and let him do the honors of kind of spreading yeah. the word and then uh, yeah. put it out I'll and see what, best, what goes man. on. <laughs> For sure. It's a learning, you know, when I first joined the scholarship committee, I had no idea what the heck I was getting myself into. I was just like, I want to get involved, yeah. you know, yeah. had a big, uh, big thing for AMUG. Um, I've only been going to AMUG for four or five years now, but I've been in the additive community for 20 and I was just like, um, I just didn't have the opportunities in previous career um, jobs to make that opportunity happen, you know? Mm -hmm. So, uh, but yeah, going to AMUG is, is, was like an eye opener thing. It's like, wow, there's a lot of people that love what I like, what I love. You know? Like, oh, you know, yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, it's like you feel like you're the only person around. Like, I don't know, I get kind of, uh, you know, you show off the little silly trinket parts that you have for like the thousand, thousandth time to someone and their head explodes. And you're like, yeah, they're like, this, this is amazing. You're like, yeah, I know it is. But then you, you go to AMUG and you get to have a lot of those high level conversations and uh, with other people because they're the people that are in the trenches with you. And so that's that's one of the things I like about AMUG the most, I think. It wasn't until around 2014 that people even knew what tech 3D printing was, you know? Mm -hmm. So now all my friends, um, I'm the guy that knows about 3D printing. I'm the guy, people always come into me asking me questions about it and everything. Mm -hmm. And I'm pulling out my trinkets around the house, things that I've printed over the years. Um, and they're like, Oh man, you can 3D print this. I'm like, yeah, man, this is super cool. You, you, you take it. I can print another. Yeah, it's yours. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's yours. Exactly. <laughs> and I, I just want to spread that and kind of, I want to get my, I got a, an old 3D printer at home um, that I, I want to get my kids interested in, uh, but it doesn't print good enough. Gotcha. <laughs> I, mean, gotcha. I need to invest in something like, uh, I don't know, I've been intrigued by some of these little uh, cheap 3D printers um, that are coming out. The, there's some SLAs and some mm-hmm. the FDMs that I like. Maybe I'll get one of those, but as long sure. as I'm, I'm, all the kids think it's cool that there's a, a dad in the neighborhood that does 3D printing. So. Right on, right on. You're a local celebrity, man. I love it. I love it. My kids uh, the other day had, uh, they took like some of our fidget spinners uh, to uh, school and the kids at school liked them. And so they came into the office and they were like, hey, uh, dad, we need to get a couple of business cards for me. And I'm like, what do you need business cards for? And like, well, these kids at school, you know, they're really inter- interested in and the parts and stuff. And so I told him like, Hey, you know, I'll, I'll bring in a business card. One of my dad's business cards. You can give it to your parents. And then, uh, you know, your parents can call my dad. And I was like, yes, man, the little hustlers get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it really funny. cool. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. Stuff. It was Nothing good like stuff. you're having a few first and third grade kids <laughs> hustling. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, this is hilarious. So today my daughter came in and she saw this little color, uh, HP color socket that we did for a girl. 
And, um, they were like, oh, this is cool. This is cool. They're like, why doesn't our, you know, why doesn't this printer print in color? And I'm like, well, you know, you know, daddy doesn't have enough money to have that printer. And, uh, my oldest who I, I, you seen, like I do like the, I teach her to eBay flip shoes and stuff and, um, uh, from thrift stores and garage sales. And she, uh, she was like, so, uh, dad, uh, when can we get one of these color printers? And I was like, when you can pay for it we'll get one. I'm like, for sure. <laughs> She's like, well, how many pairs of shoes would I have to sell? And I was like, well, you know, it, a lot. <laughs> a lot. Absolutely. So, yeah. She went home and, uh, she went through her pairs and she called a set and was like, this pair is going up on eBay today. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm down. Let's do it. <laughs> That's really slick, man. You have, you're instilling some, some, uh, that's setting the goals and going for it, man. That's cool. Try and try. So, uh, so give me a quick, give me a quick, like 30 second. Who is Brett Charlton and what do you do and what's your tie to additive? You said you were in it. You've been doing it for about 20 years. Give me a quick synopsis of your history in additive. Ah, man. All right. (laughs) 30 seconds, 30 seconds. I I don't know if I can do 30 seconds. I'm going to do it and hope, and you can snip out what you think is fluff. No, you give me a Dude, good one. I was uh, I was in college, not knowing what the hell I wanted to do. I was stuck, and I managed to somehow get into it, the industrial engineering department. And we went on a plant tour at Beckton Dickinson, and they had an SLA two fifty printing, nice. and I thought it was the coolest thing I ever saw in my life. And I called them up afterwards. I was like, "Hey, can I come work there? I, I, I'll do whatever you want." And they hired me on the spot, brought me in. I spent a year doing that, um, cleaning SLA parts, then fine line prototyping, which is now part of ProtoLabs, got started up. Yep. Um, I, I went over there, spent six years finishing, prepping, building up, learning how to do 3D printing, running all that stuff, coaching up other young guys to do 3D printing. Uh, really just sharing my learning and then sharing what I learned with those guys. And then, then, uh, you know, 3d systems came along and asked and they more or less got me to go over there. And I, next thing I know, I'm, I'm, uh, I went over there, believe it or not, as a software QA engineer. I, I was like, I don't even know software, but I knew how to run their system. Sure. And so I'm playing, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm playing with their SLA machines. And then they came out with B flash I don't know if you even remember that. It was a predecessor to a lot of these DLP machines, Um, but it didn't print very well. But I got to play with that and their Envision, which became ProJets. And then I played with their SLA machines. And um, basically, I was running like seven different 3D printing technologies and basically um, working with people all over the world trying to make their machines work. And... um, teaching the software engineers how the machine should work and working with the machines to see how the mach- machine see, get getting to play with the hardware and the software and kind of making things better. And then I got the opportunity to come back to BD. You know, I had a love for BD. I remember when I first stepped through those doors, I was like, I could work there the rest of my life. Right. But I was a lowly intern. So now I'm back there, man, running, leading a bunch of young engineers in additive. Um, running five different technologies, uh, you know, exploring, taking this thing from just prototyping to manufacturing. And, uh, you know, I love it. I love everything about it. And I love seeing a young engineer come in that's excited and wants to dig in more. And 
that's that's me man that's that's where i'm at it's it's not necessarily all about um uh you know i'm i'm kind of sad these days i don't get to play with the machines as much as i used to I, I, i'm more or less kind of coach people when there's a problem i'm the guy that gets called in there to help them figure out what the heck went wrong you know right on. but otherwise i'm just kind of trying to grow their careers and you know trying to teach them how to uh do SLA or carbon or polyjet or direct metal or FDM, you know, just so my, I've had a, a breadth of lots of different technologies and I, I still get to play with it. I just don't get to dabble the way I used to, but sure. that's kind of where I love, I love, love working with, um, seeing where the next generation's going. And maybe that came from having kids, you know, it's not about me anymore. It's about, seeing them excel and so that's kind of why i've actually enjoyed being part of this scholarship committee as well too because you kind of get to see you know it's kind of a it's kind of hard to drum up and i I don't know who's going to apply and all that but when you actually meet those recipients at amog and get to walk around with them and introduce them to people that's really cool Mm -hmm. that's that's probably like that's the reward right there um spending time with those young ones and seeing that they're going to actually um, be the next generation and they're excited and they're getting that opportunity at 21 years old, you know? Yeah. So yeah, that's, really that's cool. me, man. I love it, man. That's so. a really good story. I like that you got to go uh, full circle, starting getting your feet with it, feet wet at BD and then coming full circle, going back there. And then now you're teaching like the next wave of, uh, of folks coming through there. That's really cool. I like that. Yeah. That's neat. Thanks, man. And I will say, dude, throughout my career, there's been the mentors to me. So it's kind of like that's why I enjoy mentoring, I think, is I've had those uh, people in my life life that have have taken me under their wing and kind of brought me along and taught me taught me the ropes, you know, so for sure. cool stuff. For sure. So. Yeah, that's really cool. I love how that ties together with uh, being in the scholarship committee and that with AMUG too. you know, finding finding the folks and letting I mean, I could only imagine if I would have been able to experience AMUG. You know, I'm 31 now, so that would have been like 10 years ago. Man, that would have been awesome. The way that folks can have a chance to go to that and get it on a, like basically an all-expenses-paid all trip. I mean, for you and I, that'd be like telling us we're going to like Disney World for free or something. <laughs> it's crazy. I think so, man. And, and they're meeting – they aren't just meeting anybody. I mean, they're meeting – people that started this industry they get this they, they have the chance to shake hands with chuck hall right or um you know just meet the i mean the, there's the people that have been around and there's the new technologies mm-hmm. yeah um, i like that so, like all the ceos are in the booths for the most part you know for a large mm-hmm. percentage of the companies that's what's really sweet about it the the accessibility of a lot of the folks in the industry is already high but then yeah the, the fact that they'll all come together and like and make sure that they're there for that one and you know, if you don't run into them at the exhibit hall, you catch them down, you know, in, uh, in the lobbies and passing and stuff like that. It's like, I don't know. I really like that. I like the history of the whole industry too. I mean, I love that you started on a SLA 250, man. That's great. I was, uh, I started my kind of like journey in additive, uh, programming. It was first an SLA 3500 cause it was just, a, it's what we had. And we had an SLA 250 as well. But then, um, I remember like programming the 3500 cause it was on, a more of a new windows, like windows NT or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then, um, 
I remember going back to the the DOS for 250. And I was like, man, this is so much simpler. Like, why did they put all that bubble gum in the Windows version? <laughs> <laughs> this is so much more direct. Like, it stinks like I can only get 10 part files in at one build. But like, man, this is so much easier. So no, that's cool. Yeah. I love it. That's a, that's a struggle, man. You'll see it. And I mean, I don't, I, you, you, you work with HP, um, technologies, but that's the struggle with additive. It's how simple to make it because yeah. they can, they can, um, they can spend a lot of time on making it user friendly, mm-hmm. but you know what user friendly means? It means you can't tweak those little knobs in the background that you want to tweak to get a better part. Yeah. So <laughs> it's a, uh, it's a double-edged sword. I mean, that's kind of the thing that drives me crazy is some of the stuff that today I, I, I'm a tweaker. I like to turn the knobs. I like to see if I can't make my build style a little bit better, yeah. get a finer support, get a better sharp you know, play with that. Nowadays, it's a lot of them, if they, they want you to just it be plug and play. And I mean, I guess if maybe that's what I might want if I was playing with my kids at home, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. So they can actually get a decent part off the machine. But at work, I, I want to be able to tweak the knob so I can get a competitive advantage, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But, exactly. Yeah, like, you know, we're playing around with that with our HP uh, system right now. We just got, um, you know, we were in a room and, we you know, it, it puts off a lot of heat. And uh, we were running in the room with the doors open. So we wanted to cut down the sound and have a little bit more controlled environment than just having like a room where we're pumping air in there kind of hoping for the best and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it's the summertime or it's the wintertime now in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, as you know, we we're going to get to the summer months and I felt like we were going to run into some serious problems when the, you know, the, the heat outside and the heat coming off of the, the printer in a room. So we actually, um, invested in a dedicated air conditioning unit, a standalone one for the building that just services the room that the printer's in. And so mm-hmm. uh, we've been kind of playing with that the last couple of days, dialing in like, all right, do we want to pay for it to be set on 70 or is 72 close enough? <laughs> like I'm a total nerd for all those little tiny, like, well, if we put the irradiance up a level or let's put the irradiance down a level, but then turn the temperature up in the room two degrees and let's see which is, you know, what's going to save us on electricity. And, you know, it's fun. I love it. That's cool stuff, man. You're, you're probably, I think the biggest thing for you that you might run into is humidity. Yep. Um, summer humidity around here can get, I mean, you're talking about hundred percent humidity mm-hmm. and, uh, and you know, and the powders, you may, you may have to figure out how to keep your powders dehydrated, um, yeah. and everything. Point. But, but man, that's awesome. I haven't gotten to play with HP. Do you guys, I know you just deal with the prosthetics or I feel like you, that's what I see you posting about, but do you print for other stuff too? I yeah. mean, is it like if, um, if I ever needed a some parts made for BD, could I send send you? Could I outsource to you? You think? Yeah, absolutely. So that's kind of like what makes us unique. I mean, we're we're burning, you know, we're carrying the torch. We feel like for the prosthetics industry with it by having it our own in house. You know, a lot of the folks that are doing stuff in general are subbing it out to service bureaus. But I mean, like we're very much still a service bureau. I mean, if we, if we don't have okay. parts to put in around the prosthetic parts then, you know, it doesn't really, they kind of, they go hand in hand. I mean, you know how it kind of works with a, um, a powder bed system. It's, it takes the big parts to fill up a lot of the space in the build, in the build space. But then, you know, we need the, the marbles and the sand to put in there too, to, to kind of fill out the, all the volume of those builds. I mean, there's so much volume in there. So yeah, we're very much printing smaller parts for other companies. 
you know, we're playing that game of we owe them how much for the machine still? <laughs> yes, we will. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> we need to fill it up, fill up a build envelope. That's right. Absolutely. That's right. Well, what's kind of cool is like there's a lot of folks, and this is what we've experienced is a lot of folks are like, man, really love what you guys are doing for the prosthetics industry. That's great. The way you're helping patients and man, you're like to see smiles on their faces. That's really great. And they're like, if we can ever do anything to help be a part of it, you know, let us know. And I'm like, do you get parts made on HP machines? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, we'll give you pretty good pricing. Cause we're, you know, we got a cool business model and like the more that you help us by sending us your, your parts for us to fill around the prosthetic parts, the more you're able to you help us keep the pricing down for the prosthetics industry. So it's kind of cool. It goes hand in hand. So I play that charity case all the time. Anytime I can sneak that in there. (laughs) There Good for you. Good for you. Hey man, you're, you're a business owner. You gotta, you gotta build it up, man. I don't know. It's like anything, man. When your head's in the right, Mm -hmm. your head and your heart are in the right place. Everything kind of falls into place or at least takes care of itself for you. So that's been pretty cool. Cool. Explain this just real quick. What is the scholarship? Who's it open to? I know there's two different ones, um, and on are two different folks. Give me a give me a a rundown of who it is, what it's for, and and I'll put a link down below, kind of of here's how you can here's how you can see more on the requirements of an application and where you can apply for those that might be interested. Sure. So um, there's the Guy Bordeaux scholarship for students. The full um, pays for the travel to the conference, the registration for the conference, which also includes food, um, which they feed you like crazy at AMUG, and also pays for your room, your room. So you have full pay to get there. And it's for students, students that are, um, right now we set a limit of you have to be 21 years old, um, but we're looking for students that are actively using 3D printing or additive manufacturing in their current um, school of study, or maybe they tinker with it outside of school, but they're enthused about it and they're going to use it in the future and they have ideas and different applications they're looking into and and they're they're the next generation. And that's the Guy Bordeaux Scholarship. And it's um, just to bring them there to meet people in the additive industry and get to know uh, it's, it's, it's an incredible resource for them. The um, Randy Stevens scholarship is for professors and educators. So these are, um, can be high school professor uh, teachers or um, college professors uh, for that matter. Community college works great too. We're looking for um Professors, teachers that are actively using additive or teaching additive or pushing additive to their students, um, trying to grow the next generation of 3D printing, um, you know, the next generation of people, enthusiasts for 3D printing and additive manufacturing. And they're using it with their curriculum. They're, they're using it with their machines. They're, they're actively bringing in, in machines. And uh, really teaching the students and they get the same thing that the Guy Bordeaux scholarship is with, with, in, in terms of they get a free travel to the conference, room and board, lots of food and the registration is free and they get to spend a week hanging out, rubbing elbows with, um, the OEMs, the creators of the technology, the, uh, manufacturers of the machines, the manufacturers of the materials, the software creators, the um, 
the service bureaus that are actually um, making a business out of this. And, and for that matter, there are going to be other educators there um, from various schools. All the schools are pretty much represented. So it's a real good opportunity. And that's basically what those two scholarships do. Right on. Right on. That's really awesome. Well, cool, man. Well, like I said, we'll have some links around around this video slash podcast so that uh, the people that are interested in that can kind of, they got to hurry. How many days? Is it, what's, when's the cutoff on that? Is it the 27th? <laughs> Monday. Yeah. Right Monday on. to 27th. Right on. So we got, uh, we got six days left. It's a hard push. Um, but if, if anybody is, is still on that fence, we encourage them to, to submit their application. Right on. Sounds good. Well, cool, man. Well, thanks, Brett, for coming on here and kind of like, you know, chit-chatting for one, man. I had a great time. This is a, we'll have to do this more often. We'll have to do a home and home. I'll come up to Raleigh and see you guys. And then, uh, you guys come down here for a day and, uh, and see our stuff. It'll be cool. Yeah, man. Love to make it down to, uh, come see your facility in a wood ducks baseball game. That would make my day. Right on. We got, uh, you know, but, uh, East points got, uh, Got season tickets, man. We can make it happen. Bring the kids down. It'll be, uh, it'll be a fun time. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Well, you have a good evening, buddy. It was good chatting with you. You too, brother. Enjoy the slopes tomorrow. I will. All Take right, care, man. man. We'll see you. Bye. Again, that was Brett Charlton. He is a additive manufacturer. I don't know what his official title is, but what he really is. He's an additive manufacturing engineer with, uh, I would say probably senior level and he is working with the young folks that are being brought in. He is with Becton Dickinson and they are a medical company utilizing, uh, five or six, I think different, uh, additive technologies in their facility. And, um, there's Larry over there and, uh, Brett, and a few other folks that are really awesome. So if you ever get the chance to meet them, or if you put in for the application for the scholarships to AMUG and you win, they will be there and you can get to meet them. So that'll be really cool. Uh, Jamie Cohn's another one um, with them over there that are kind of leading the way over at Beckton Dickinson. So a bunch of really awesome folks. And, uh, you know, be sure to check them out. They're pretty helpful and all that jazz. So thanks again to Brett for taking time. Brett was on vacation and I... Um, I totally, uh, I totally bothered him for a good 30 minutes, got him out, got him on the phone during his vacation. So thanks for taking the time to do that, Brett. That was awesome. And, um, you know, Brett's been the, um, I don't know the official title again. See, this is why I'm not the man. That's why I brought Brett on here to explain everything. Brett is basically leading a group of, um, additive folks that are working with a mug on the scholarship committee to, uh, to kind of set up the scholarships in terms of kind of like the criterion and all that good stuff and, and kind of review the applicants and then they provide their uh, recommendations to the head folks for each scholarship to make their selection. So thanks again to Brett. Really appreciate it. I'll have contact info for you to check out the application site and get all that stuff in. Again, it ends on January 27th and that is a Monday. So you've got all weekend to get them ready and then get them in there. So that's that. Appreciate it. Thanks, Brett.